0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are here, we are live, the Sports Retention Podcast, live here from the Robert Allenby Studios. How are we going, Potty? Mate, I am well.
1: Evening all. Great to have you here. Great to have you listening. We're back.
0: We're back. Uh, It's been a big week in sport. Now, we've been... We've been uh, debating whether it has been big weeks when we've mentioned that in the past, but uh, Mark Gaznier week was a success. It was. It Everyone was. fired up.
1: We put out the call and we have had some feedback. Mm, Thank excellent. You. Thank you.
0: Uh, what else has been happening in the world around you, mate?
1: Oh, mate, well, you know what? Something's caught my eye this week. Something's caught my eye. Mm. Um you know what I? Do you know what I always admire about the Olympics, mate? Is um the, the prestige of getting to break a world record. Oh yeah, a absolutely. World, how good would that be? I mean, saying
0: you are the best at something in this world yeah. is, you know, I've, it's got to be a goal of everyone, really.
1: Exactly, exactly. Or an ambition at least. It certainly should be. It certainly should be. Now, uh, unfortunately, uh, there's a guy who has put his mind to getting in the guinness world records he, he he's had the same dream as us mate and he's wanted to get in the guinness world records clearly not very fast not yeah. a great jumper he's not going to make the high jump or the pop so he's not an, an athlete. athlete i'm assuming he's not a swimmer i'm mm. assuming a diving champion synchronized swimming might not be for him do you know what it is for him mate what's he do building stuff out of matchsticks oh okay yeah? and he has built the world's tallest. Eiffel Tower, out of matchsticks. Ooh. 23 feet tall. That's pretty decent size, mate. That is good. Yeah, so what a huge effort for him. Purely
0: out of matchsticks. Mm,
1: purely out of matchsticks. With the head still on? Uh, don't, I don't know about that. Oh. I mean, that's, that, surely that's a fire hazard. Yeah, I was going to say, if someone's yeah. got a
0: flint in the room. Yeah, I'll tell you
1: what, no smoking, <laughs> and that's yes. not just a recommendation. Uh, and anyway, uh, he, he's finished it. Eight years, mate. It looks good. We've got it up on the screen here. Yeah, it looks brilliant. Took him eight years. Looks absolutely unbelievable. And so he sent off his findings to, oh, sorry, his creation of of Guinness World Records. And and you've got to apply to actually get in, don't you? And um, they've knocked him back. Just knocked him back. haven't even viewed it. Just knocked him back based on um, what he sent through, the application process. So they didn't even bother taking the trip out there to check it out? No, didn't even bother. Didn't even worry about it. Said, well done. Didn't get the measuring tape out. Because... Apparently he didn't use um, matchsticks that you can just – any consumer could buy. He just bought Oh, he bought had them his on. own ones. Yeah, he had his own ones or he bought them online from somewhere where, he, like, not everyone could get them. So they just said no, no good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it
0: seems harsh on face value. You go, yeah. that seems harsh. But, you know, if we want to keep up with, you know – the rigorous nature of world records—you sometimes you got to make a bad, make a hard call. Yeah, not a you, bad call, but a hard call.
1: And I feel for him because I'm looking over at him, and he, um, you know, he's hurting, isn't he? You know, he. He's, yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, eight years of blood, sweat, and tears, mm. only for it to come, you know, mm. crashing down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't feel sorry for him at all, to be honest. No. With <laughs> <laughs> he looks a bit like Ross Lyon, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> I've got, he
1: does, yes. The old free man coach AFL hey, fans, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. What else have you got, mate? Uh, so, you know, I got myself past that one and um, I, I've jumped on board. <laughs> mate, I'd love to do some more travel. Mm. Yeah, You've done plenty of travel in your day, but there's no doubt you'd like to get back on those planes and get over. But Absolutely. You know, young family, it's expensive, isn't it? But yeah. only for some. There are ways around it. Mm, now what's a, happened, a, mate? A bloke has f- flown from Heathrow into the states, and um, a, a, and he has not paid for his ticket. He has not produced a passport, and oh, they, wow. they haven't picked it up until he's landed in the states. And he has done it apparently by tailgating another passenger. Oh, just walking in behind him, walking in very close behind. Oh, them. that's great. And he just. Nobody pulled him up. He yeah. got on the plane, must have been a spare seat, said they didn't pick it up until I'm guessing he's going through customs yes. in the States and I can tell you they're fairly thorough there. So Well
0: let's <laughs> let's say for our you know, our movie Aficionados, Christmas movies especially. Kevin McAllister got away with it. He did. He did. He, he, he got away with it, but um, when he went to New York, but uh, you couldn't imagine in today's day and age, you can get away with that sort of stuff. Well, well unbelievable, given the security
1: on an international flight, like that's just mm. absolutely unbelievable. What else could you get away with? What what else could you get away with? I mean. Um you know. Mate,
0: I'd flat out be, you know, stoked to get away with getting two dinner rolls on the, uh, <laughs> on the flight, yeah. in, the in-flight service. Oh, so he
1: got free feed. And yeah, he, got, and he, mate, got, and he he's and he, sorted. Yeah, and, uh, and free grog as well. So nobody's asked any questions whatsoever until he's landed in the States.
0: Yeah, where's your passport? Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't have one. Well, well, you know, you've got some bad news for you. And yeah. I'm guessing the, t- the the thing is, because they didn't let him in, They've probably had a flying back for free as well. Yes. So, so, yeah,
0: the British consular would have done that. However, they actually, they do give you a nice little fat bill for that. <laughs> mm. uh, they don't let you get away with that one for nothing. <coughs> um, mate, I must say, speaking about inconveniences, mm. um, I bought a coffee the other day from the, uh, the local cafe and um, – I've got, I'm, I don't have a, a regular cafe that I go to. I just sort of doss around and yep. take what I can get. However, this cafe's decided to mark my flat white with the old bloody red marker. The red marker? The red marker. So anyway, halfway through the day, I've found myself... Uh, using the bathroom facilities and then walking in and seeing what could only be described as a Ray Warren lookalike when I had the reddest nose oh, no. ever because all the marker had rubbed off on my nose when I'm drinking my coffee. So now I had this, I, it looked like an inflamed hemorrhoid, mate, and my no, nose.
1: And no one's giving you the tip.
0: No one's given me the tip, so I'm looking. I'm walking around like Rudolph the red nosed reindeer, (laughs) and um, and it was. I was thinking, oh gee, what's that? And I started rubbing it, and it came off. And then I I thought, that's right, the marker, that's right, the marker.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, baristas uh, out there, stop. That's almost a reason not to go back, yeah. Stop marking your coffees on top. Like, yeah, um, we've had enough. Come on, enough is enough,
0: yeah. Um. Look, Megan, another question would be um, the Daily Telegraph. Mm. Now, um, I don't know if you've seen this one, but has the Daily Telegraph given up on reporting about crime? Mm. Because we had the issue a few weeks ago where they reported that Dane Laurie, current Penrith Top 30 yep. uh, footballer, was um, had spent time in jail for <laughs> an alleged, uh, you know, String of, of crimes. However, was it wasn't to, him. That was news to Dane Laurie. Yeah, it wasn't him. It was just his picture. Yeah. However, I did see um, on the Central Coast missing persons, um, I think it was uh, the New South Wales Police put out sort of their um, task force Amarok and it caught my eye because it was that bloody Volkswagen mm. four-wheel drive. Anyway, task force Amarok were looking for Adam McDougal.
1: Yeah, mad <laughs> dog.
0: Now, Adam McDougal... Looked nothing like the Adam McDougal that we would know. However, he looked like, uh, you know, he'd probably yeah, he'd probably been on the glass barbie for a bit too uh, long, yep, uh, yep. Uh, the Central Coast Adam McDougal. So I thought, well, the least you could do, Daily Telegraph, is report that the man-shake yeah. <laughs> is being hunted down by the police. You <laughs> so know, have form. Yeah, come on. Okay, oh. so let's be very clear for our listeners out there and for our legal team. Adam McDougal, the man-shake is not the one they're looking for. It is not. Mm. Um, And final one, mate, Marco the Artist. There's there's this artist on YouTube that I've come across. I don't know if you've seen him before. Um, Unfortunately, I haven't got any of his clips here. Um, However, he does custom shoes. And my wife and I just found ourselves watching about four or five videos straight falling into this rabbit hole of Marco the Artist. So he made this, like, um, custom set for Joe Rogan. And he just takes away apart the shoes and replaces it but makes it personalised. And he's ended up putting, like, elk... Hide on it, and all, <laughs> it's archery, like, targets and everything. It's so good. Um, but I've, I've jumped on his channel a bit, and you can see, like, he does Lamborghinis. Like, he painted a dragon on a Lamborghini using house paint. Like, just crazy stuff, but super interesting to watch if you're keen to check that out yeah. and, uh, for any of our listeners. So, yeah, rabbit holes on YouTube. They'll get you. On you, Marco. Mm. Anyway, made a bit of footy. Footy. The
1: rugby
0: league final was a big Wembley occasion. Oh, get that idiot! Righty potty, the footy chat, mate. Mm. Um, it's look, we called for it. Fire up! Fire up! And they did, mate. They haven't. Who are you? The boys have answered the call. Kenny and Leilua kept Mark Gaznier week interesting with some show calls from the NRL, mate. Yep. So we called for, I don't know if the NRL had this in their back pocket, and they just went, you know what, let's play the cards. Yep. Got a week to go till some footy's going. Come on, let's go. So Mitch Kenny's obviously got a show calls notice for his, um, it was his Boxing Day debacle, Yeah, Boxing Day, yeah. yeah you know. Boxing Day, yeah. Good on you. Boxing bags. Yeah. Oh, sorry, allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: And obviously Luciano Leilua has been hit with a drink driving charge, apparently. Oh, yeah. As well. So, yeah. But um, there's nothing more to add to that. You haven't got any breaking news for us here on the Sports Attention.
1: As a matter of fact, mate, there's been some breaking news. Now, I got this on the way (laughs) over. And the boys... They fight up. Gaz is excited. There's Gazza. no doubt about that. No right. doubt. And Were they sitting in the back of a taxi? <laughs> they weren't sitting in the no. back. Of, and Minnie wasn't there, allegedly. Oh. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, or is that allegedly?
0: No, I think he was there.
1: <laughs> anyway, so apparently there's been a bit of a scuffle breakout. Um, yep. And this has been reported by uh, Fox Sport. And there's some video that's um, come out about it between uh, a couple of Broncos players, Star. Player uh, Adam Reynolds and uh, Pat Carrigan, Paddy Carrigan yeah, and the Adam Cardigan, Reynolds. yeah. So yeah. not the ones you would have thought. Really. It's not.
0: I mean, they haven't been, you know, put in their say in their, you know, appropriate divisions. You'd yep. think Paddy Carrigan's probably, you know, coming in a light heavy. Well, you'd think it's so. well
1: wait. Yeah. So, um, uh, the video shows um them just bit of push and shove. No, no mm. um punches thrown. But uh, there's a fan there that's quite distraught. Um, you know, asking um, uh, Adam and Patty to stop, you know, but
0: yeah, they they, they kept. So it was on. a fan day or some so sort it of. It was a
1: fan day, and then they kicked on for some drinks after it. So oh, it wasn't at the fan day. What could possibly go? What, wrong? what could possibly <laughs> go wrong there? But um, you know, I think the biggest worry for the Broncos season coming up is that uh, Adam Reynolds was manhandling Pat no, against. yes. <laughs> so oh. Patty, you might want to get a few extra gym sessions in, yes. mate, because that was looking ordinary for you. Uh, oh so yeah. It's you want to avoid it, especially coming off.
0: You know the Broncos are tipped to do well again this season. Mm. They're, um, you know, they're talking about culture again at at Red Hill, and then, you know, for that to happen, you you're kicking yourself, aren't you? If you, yeah, you know yeah, you've had, you've had
1: a tough preseason. And you get out there and you've had one, two, nine too many, and then, yeah. um, you know. It, uh, don't don't fight your mates. Yeah, don't <laughs> fight your mates. Well, don't <laughs> fight anyone. Probably. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could argue that um, it was um, best case scenario. Like, a few extras. <laughs> <Yeah>. Few <laughs> extras. <laughs> Right here, mate. Keeping with the NRL headline of the week for me, or well, one of them is um, visa approved. So Got the stamp. Yep. So uh, all players have been clear. There are a number of players that had uh, worked their way down to Sydney and mm. um, and um, uh, essentially they they plead their case to the U.S. consulate to uh, be allowed to go over. Brandon Smith was one of them. Reese Walsh was one of them. Did you see any of the photos of it, mate? And the footage of them rocking up.
0: I didn't, mate. No. Oh,
1: mate. They. <laughs> They were in their best gear. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Did uh, Reese Walsh have David Fifi to come down and speak for him well, on, <laughs> and, and vouch for him on his behalf?
1: Yeah, uh, no, they, they didn't go with that one this time, but um, you yeah. know, tr- tr- they, they've tried that one before, haven't they? Mm. I mean, I don't even know why they're bothering
0: going through all this. Mm. I mean, surely they could just go to Mexico and walk across. Well.
1: <laughs> or tailgate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, so everything's approved. I guess we all knew it was going to, but i tell you what, this could have looked very, very bad for yeah. the NRL if even one of those players had been knocked back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're never happy to see a player with a... a player. We assumed it was always going to happen. Yeah. We, yeah it was a, They were always going to get through. That's right. Yeah. You're never happy to see a player in your squad with a knee injury, but um, Manly oh, won't, no. <laughs> won't all that unhappy. They dodged that one.
0: As rotten as Graham. Campbell Graham's bad luck continues oh, to bugger. flop as he is ruled out again, mate. Six months with sternum surgery apparently for Campbell Graham.
1: Yeah, so mate, this is. I'm assuming this is the same issues that was plaguing him. Like if you go back to around ten yeah. last year, he was the form centre of the competition. He was go- he lay down Mazaire for Origin, like he was just in for sure. He he wasn't the same player in the
0: back. So there's me. questions around, and I've I read a little bit on this um, from uh, uh, it's coming from Zero Tackle actually. they nice little uh, little website there, so yeah. check those guys out. Um, that I believe they're they're talking now about you know how was it managed? You know mm. was it managed poorly from the start, and could we have done better to try and avoid essentially you know having to get surgery? later on down the track mm, you
1: know. yeah well you do ask that question don't you because you know did they stall hoping that see would be able to do something in the back yeah. end of the year and uh maybe didn't look after campbell graham uh but that's speculation of course but absolutely that's yeah. what we're good at here yeah, We love it. does joey manu
0: like dragons
1: joey manu
0: now i'm not going to talk about dragon and you know where the joke goes with that one oh, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of talk about Joey Manu seeking opportunities in rugby, mm. but surely the Dragons
1: throw the kitchen sink at him, mate. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, they do need a big signing, and Joey Manu is all class. Mm. But at the moment, you're um, buying one of the game's best centers, but the money you'd have to pay for him, you're wanting to be one of the game's best fullbacks or game's best eight. Is
0: he? Yeah, he's playing he's probably would play more 58 Mm. If there wasn't a Sam Walker and a Luke Kiry in front of him at the we moment, we had a
1: dig at that last year, didn't he? And yeah. it didn't, didn't really work out for him all that well. I, I, I think I'd be putting him at fullback the way that he's played for New Zealand. Yeah. Um. So that's where I'd go with it. But him. that's still, yeah, you can still
0: pay good money for him to yeah, play in yeah. that role. Yeah.
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I was just playing devil's advocate. There. Yeah, they definitely should throw the kid. I think sink with the,
0: with a player like Joey Manu coming onto the market, and then talk about him going over to the fifteen man code. Mm. I mean, you're looking at it and you're going, come on, like rugby league, come on. There's, surely there are some sides. If Jerome Lewis is going for the money he's going for, surely there are NRL sides and there's competition there for his signature. Surely yeah. there are other sides that could really have a good hard crack at Joey Martin. So I think
1: the line at the moment is he doesn't want to play against the Roosters. Oh, I've God. heard that one before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Wow. And uh, two years later they cut him yeah. and um, he'd play for anyone who would give him a steak dinner. <laughs> Uh, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, well.
0: Um, um, yeah, I and that's I probably don't understand that even more. You yeah.
1: Know. Well, I'm here in French rugby as well, so he's following Sammy Rad Radra uh, over there, yeah. you
0: know. So we won't hear from him no. for,
1: for years, but he'll obviously,
0: you know, he's accountant and financial manager, will be doing all right. Yeah, that'll be hard at work. Mm. Oh, very good. <laughs>
1: All star All Stars game coming up, mate. I believe yeah. it's happening this weekend. The All Stars game, yeah. So, all
0: Stars game this yep, weekend.
1: I, uh, I always love the All Stars game. There's some great, exciting football being played. The the teams have been announced, and um, yeah, uh, the um, uh, some of the tries are going to get scored based on looking at these teams. I think it's going to be an absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Game.
0: So they they've all been in camp. So. Um like they haven't got the lineups down, but I mean the the uh, Indigenous All Stars is mm. loaded, obviously. Uh, Josh Adokar, yeah. 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 So um, you got ha- um, the Nico Hammer, Lines,
1: Brian Kelly, uh, um, Khan Pereira. Yep. So plenty. Oh, Josh Adokar and Khan Pereira on the wings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's you know I can picture a few um, Latrell there as well, a few chips in. Chips in behind, Katoni Staggs, oh, and the Hammer? The hammer oh, yeah. wow. It's a, that's, it's a good back line. Yeah, that's, that's going to sure. be exciting, isn't it?
0: You know, um, but coming up against, you know, a, a pretty robust Maori forward pack, really. Yeah. So you've got Ke- Kenny Bromwich, um, obviously, oh, Dane Gagai over the Maori. Yep. And um,
1: Brendan Smith there as well. He'll probably be um, yep, um, so we're playing good. hooker. Young no. Xavier Willison out of the Broncos looks like he's going to get a start as well. So
0: no Fisher Harris, which is mm-hmm. a and there's a couple of other sort of big forwards that are missing out, which is a bit disappointing for them. But yeah, yeah. and
1: it's always good as well. Um, seeing some young talent get a go as well. I remember a few years ago, mm. the, probably going back four years ago now, five years ago, Weir Greg got a start. Yep, that was before he played first grade, and I see Jack Howarth, who's Meant to be a young back rower from the Storm who I think they signed him like a five-year deal or something ridiculous yep. like two years ago. Hasn't debuted, I don't believe, or very few games. It'd be interesting to see how he goes as well. Yeah,
0: Adam Blair coach for, uh, yeah. for the Maori too. So that's, uh, yeah, obviously looking at possibly going down that path. So
1: there's a reasonable chance Blair is going to...
0: He'll probably play. Yeah,
1: he'll just have yeah. a game. Yeah,
0: get Take yourself off the bench. Ah, very good. Um, yeah. Mate... Some discussion points to go on to two, around the footy. Uh, I saw an interview with Benji Marshall the other day. Mm. And um, look, am I being too harsh? The question I'll put to you. Am I being too harsh in saying that Benji, he bought up 05? Mm. Mm. For me, <laughs> I'm straight away skeptical as anything, uh, and I'm like, oh no, no, don't say that. Yeah. Don't say and he's like, you know, just the culture we had in 05. Can somebody tell Benji that was twenty years ago now?
1: Yeah. Twenty years ago. And unless you're talking to John Scandalus. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I just for me, if that is the the line or the company line they're towing <laughs> out at the Tigers. Yeah. I'm I'm concerned. Mm. Because if that's what, Benji, has been brought into Well, the in coach. year
1: squad wasn't born when that happened, probably. Yeah. You've got a lot of 18, 19-year-olds coming through. Uh, over half your squad cannot remember that game. We're talking about a new generation. That's what they brought you in. You've been all over the place since then, Benji. You've been over rugby. Mm. You've been down to the Dragons. You had a good stint in Brisbane and South. You know, they want you to put your own flavour on it. Yeah. I and I, I just right.
0: don't think going oh, 05 back in 05 you wouldn't oh, mate. Yeah. Next thing start you start to sound like Cronulla.
1: Next thing you know Scotty Prince will sign for 3 years. <laughs> Pat Richards on oh, the wheel. Oh, Paddy Richards. Mm. Good on you, Paddy Richards. Uh, and
0: also too mate, John Jones dropped into Belmore. Did you see that? I did see John Jones mate, dropped into Belmore. do you see him uh put I saw the hit. Yeah, the hit that was good. Oh yeah, I believe that was on the uh, the strength and conditioning coach. I think Chad McGill. Yep. That's who he he poleaxed yep. in that one.
1: Doesn't surprise um, you that he could put on a hit.
0: No, no, I'm I'm not surprised he can do that. And I tell you what, he is thick. Yeah. <laughs> he is not making light heavyweight at this point in time. No. He is enjoying himself. <laughs> um, he, he might he might be starting fat roll. <laughs> <But laughs> I tell you one thing, he's not doing either. And I mean the it it highlights it for American athletes. Like, the Jones brothers, seasoned NFL professional footballers, for our listeners out there who don't realise that. John Jones is the smallest of the Jones family. Yeah, so right. So Chandler and I believe, and Arthur are the others who have played in the NFL. I believe Chandler and Arthur is both. Seasoned athletes yeah. and... It made me realize when he kicked the conversion. Do you see him kick the conversion? Oh. American athletes aren't very versatile, are they? Because no. he cooked, kicked that. He looked like a deer on ice. <laughs> he did, he did. When he was trying to kick that. And yeah. I'm like any Australian who has played a bit of rugby, a bit of soccer or something, yeah. knows how to just creep in and, and put their laces yeah. through a bag of wind, don't That's they? That's right, eh? He looked
1: like he had no idea. Uh, it looked like his knee had been fused. <laughs> <laughs> it just looked. Oh. You know, <coughs> as you said, a deer on ice. Yeah, mm.
0: unbelievable,
1: mate. But it was great to see, great to see.
0: It was good and a, a bit of cross-promotion. He was um, he was talking about, um, you know, doing, I think he's been doing a bit of a promotional talk and mentoring uh, sort of stuff with that. So, yeah.
1: Happy days, happy days.
0: Um, mate, I finished 1883. Oh, got mate, through it. I'll tell you what. Did you love it? Um... Yeah, Chandler and Arthur are his brothers, right? yep. yeah, just to confirm that. Uh, did I love it? Hmm. I i think I had a new perspective on life yep. after watching it. And I realised I, di- I didn't actually go out in a horse and cart and try and stake some land somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that.
1: But You didn't just go over the mountain and just find a, an no. empty sort of area and just go to the But
0: it was good. I, I actually think about And you think about some of the, the shit that we deal with on a day-to-day basis in the mass media that we live in, I'm like, "Geez, we could do with some cholera. Oh. Jeez, <laughs> we could do with, you know, a bit of scurvy, some smallpox or something, just to put people in check. Yeah. You know? It
1: does. You watch, you watch shows like that and... Um, Pull your head in. Yeah. I think, yeah, he's, um, you know, and... It, 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 basically, the Wild West. Wasn't, oh, it, wasn't, that, wasn't that a place?
0: If the bandits weren't trying to steal your horses, the natives were trying to put an arrow through you, yep. and what's worse, they'd stick it in cow shit before they shot you, so you definitely got some sort of infection.
1: That's right. There was just no chance you were going to get away with it. But I'll tell you what, the land out there. <laughs> it was, it's bloody beautiful. <laughs> bloody spectacular. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Yes. Um the only the only critique I could have it and I thought it was it was great. It was very well done. You know, if I had a critique, there is only one critique is you know when they're herding the mustang, hmm. they went find some wild horses and they they just chase them down, and they herd them in. How Taylor Sheridan and the producers of that show didn't put Darrell Braithwaite horses oh, I know. on while it's they're just doing a, it.
1: an absolute sin. Yeah, it was yeah. outrageous. I'm so. assuming it's cost too much in royalties for Darrell, so. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mate, and I was just watching that scene, I'm just going, you know what? That's what we need. That's it's what, exactly we need. what we
1: need. Exactly what we need, mate. Oh. all right,
0: mate. I think we get a better get into a bit of uh, all sport, mate. What happening? Righty, I made all sports. Investors warn Meta is bracing for the death of Mark Zuckerberg, mate. Did you hear this one? No. So Mark Zuckerberg, and I don't know. Oh look, I, I. I'll give the story and then I'll give my point of view. So the story is that uh, Meta investors have been, you know, made aware of Mark Zuckerberg's new venture into the uh, life of a mixed martial artist. Oh, yeah. And um, sort of just, you know, saying, look, in case there's an accident, in case something grievous happens to Mark in his new career as a fighter, just be aware because that could have... Serious implications on meta as a whole, mm. and you know, I so you take that on face value. You just go, Look, yep, fair enough. I mean, it's ridiculous, but then on the other side, I go, Hold on a second, is this Mark Zuckerberg again just pushing the agenda that he's a fighter?
1: I think so. <laughs> I think so. His knee must be coming along well because what, what
0: uh, <laughs> with his fist getting photos with his fist clenched.
1: That's right, that's right. You know, he's probably had all sorts of grafts, and you know, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's um
0: donkey's dicks, donkeys <laughs> dicks. allegedly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but I, I couldn't help when I saw that. I was like,
1: oh,
0: my, he's going hard. He's trying hard. To make sure the world knows that he trains.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. Speaking of fighting, though, has there been a bit happening in the fight game?
0: Yeah, yesterday it was a nice little fight card, just at the apex again. Um, Jack Hermanson versus Joe Pfeiffer. I think it's Pfeiffer, but it's Pfeiffer. It's not Michelle Pfeiffer. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Joe, if we get it wrong. Um, However, that was a really, really good fight. There was a a couple others that um, really... Caught my eye. Brad Tavares versus Gregory Rodriguez was a fantastic fight. So that went down to the um, to the third round, mm. but the boys were swinging heavy, and it was a it was a good fight. Um, Rodriguez ended up finishing Tavares just you know just too powerful with yep. that. So that was uh, that was a good one. Dan Ige also got the finish over Andre Feely. Um That was in the first round and. It was a brutal knockout. That one, Feely just got caught going back with his with his guard down and and you know got put out. Mm. Um, and but the uh, the main event between Jackie Manson versus Joe Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer.
1: Let's go for Joe meet Pfeiffer.
0: Let's call him Pfeiffer Pfeiffer. No. Mm. Um, Joe was on the front foot. For the well, I'd say for the first two rounds he was he was absolutely giving it to Jacker Manson, and Her was you know the power was the difference. Yeah. However, Jack Manson just stuck around. And then by I'm the time, tough. yeah, by the time the third round came around, he just started picking him off. He really, really won early with his low leg kicks, mm. which was causing uh, Pfeiffer Pfeiffer some serious grief. So, in terms of his stability, having to switch stances, he wasn't liking putting weight on that front foot. And then Hermanson just went to work and ended up sort of putting Pfeiffer Pfeiffer on the back foot. Mm. giving him all sorts of grief and winning the last three rounds on my card. So it was a good fight. Um, Yeah, it was a pretty good card all around, to be honest. Yep, Uh, well done. What's his name?
1: Hermanson. Hermanson.
0: Hermanson, Hermanson. well done. Getting the win over Pfeiffer Pfeiffer.
1: Pfeiffer Pfeiffer. But uh,
0: the big one, mate, we're looking at uh, UFC 298, mate. Volk. Mm. Volk versus Elia Taporia. Uh that's coming up this weekend. Sunday, mate. You excited about that? I am excited about it. Um I don't know how it'll go. Obviously Volk's coming off his his KO loss to um Islam Markachev, but you know, I'm I'm really interested in this fight. Tapura is a good fighter. Um, you know, does Volk Continue to dominate the division, or you know, does someone new come in this week and, and strip him of the crown? Mm. Um, it's an interesting one, but also too. Uh, Whitaker's back fighting Paulo Costa—that's a good one. Um, Neil and Machado, Gary. Um, the the really interesting one. This is for lovers of or purists of fighting would be uh, Marab versus Henry Cejudo because mm. Marab. Fancies himself pretty explosive, good wrestling, but Henry Cejudo a gold medalist yep. and can, f- you know, has a really awkward, unusual stand-up former champion, former uh, champ, champ actually, both flyweight and bantamweight. So that's going to be a really, really good fight. Marab sits at two now in the bantamweight division, sort of looking for his uh, his title shot. So, um, and he wasn't going to get it if Algermaine Sterling was still champion because Morale is his teammate and wouldn't fight him. Mm. So... There you mm. go. There you go, mate. But um, also, too, UFC 300 still hasn't got a main event. Mm. And they're teasing a bit now. Like, they're teasing it as if, oh, we haven't announced it, we can't announce it yet, but when we announce it, it's going to blow your socks off. Yeah. So... What are you I thinking? mean, from experience, I you, the UFC doesn't do this without coming up good. Mm. They they generally
1: who's it going to be, mate? Who's it going to be?
0: I'm I'm starting to edge because John Jones mentioned on a podcast during the week that he got asked and yeah. he said I just wasn't going to be ready. I'm thinking that possibly I haven't heard from McGregor or Chandler. Yeah, I haven't heard from those guys. They've a bit of like niggling earlier just over Christmas time but we haven't heard from them I would be interested to see whether they are head down f- starting camp already and then they're gonna they're gonna you know announce it late when they're already on their way to getting ready mm. so that could possibly be the the dark horse for me is McGregor and Chandler get slid in at that main event slot
1: mm. yeah. I'd love that you'd love that yeah
0: if not give me John Jones. He's, he's obviously said he's not going to do it. That would have been a good one against um, Aspinall. That would have been if, um, if Stipe wasn't ready. But he, even still, give us Aspinall versus uh, Poetan. Mm. Alex Pereira. That'd be good. First triple champ if Pereira gets that win. There's, there's some matchups there that I can make. Mm. Uh, the boxing, mate. What's happening in the boxing?
1: Uh, boxing. Uh, so, Curtis Scott, mate, uh, versus Joey Laylor.
0: I haven't heard of Curtis Scott. Is he How long has he been boxing for, mate? Uh,
1: mate, he uh, hasn't been boxing against anyone professionally. <laughs> he does throw him oh. Oh. Yeah. oh, that, yes. Yeah. Look, let's not
0: talk any more about that.
1: Yeah. Uh. Um, so Curtis Scott. So he's been. He's he's obviously not playing league anymore at the mm. moment for uh, different reasons, and um, uh, so he can't get registered. He can't get registered, yeah. and uh, now he's uh, turning his hand at some boxing. He's and got to uh, make some bread. He's got to make some bread. And Joey Leilua, who had a controversial career himself, hell of a player, mm. but um, he's been in the media a little bit lately talking about how he was um, robbed at the Dallium Centre of the year back in 2016, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, had a good that, season. <laughs>
0: yeah, like I mean, that's fair enough. You can have, and there's nothing wrong with having that opinion of yourself. But um, the fact of the matter is, is you're not in anyone's top thirty squad in the NRL. Yeah, so
1: in 2024, mate. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, so bouts locked in, no limit boxing card on March 13th, mate. That
0: sounds good Uh, Ryan Garcia versus Devin Haney That's been announced as well Um, The boys The boys have got in each other's face backstage Over the weekend as well Mm. This one's going to be a bit of shit talk It's going to be You know It's going to be a good fight You know Ryan Garcia is obviously bouncing back Um, Devin Haney um, You know Both quality boxers Um, Let's just have a look at the records here for Haney Um Here we go. So he's 31, 15 KOs, Mm. Devin Haney. So Ryan Garcia's obviously come off. He's lost to Tank Davis. Um, So, uh, look, Ryan Garcia, I'll give you this. He wasn't the best version of Ryan Garcia versus Tank Davis. Now we're going to find out in this fight: was it because Tank Davis is so good, yep, or is it because, you know, Ryan Garcia is just not quite there, yep. You know what I mean? So he came back. He's obviously twenty-four and one. Yeah, he had a recent fight against uh, Oscar Duarte in just before Christmas. Yeah. So this one's announced against Devin Haney. I think it's a good, it's a good comeback fight. Yep. For him. To get up there, obviously.
1: And we'll find out a lot about him.
0: Yeah, so he's ca- he's coming up in weight, up to lightweight. Um, he's, he's been there before, but um, obviously he's got the ability to, to fight a bit lighter. Um, Ryan Garcia, But and obviously as we saw with Jovonta Davis. But look, it's going to be a good fight. I'm pretty excited for it, especially when the boys are just ripping in. They're just talking shit. Yes, go on. Into each other. I like it. Um, rightio, so that's it from the fights, mate, um, but anyway.
1: Mate, um, perfect Patrick, Chiefs champions. Perfect Patrick. Yep. Yes. So, mate, the, uh, the Chiefs, they've done it again, Super Bowl back-to-back, I think that's three out of five years or, um, something very close to that. Yep. And it's the second time in five years they've beaten, um, the 49ers at the big dance. Yeah. So, um... Look, I, I at work, so I didn't catch much of the game. But um, I tell you what, must have been a good game to watch in OT. Um, it was a good game, yeah, mate.
0: So. I was at work too, but I just found time to watch it. <laughs> um, no, I look. I I was watching the match, and I, I thought the the Forty Nine ers. It, it's one of those ones where they're going to come back, and they're going to look out, and they're going to go. There was winnable moments in that game. Yeah. Obviously they missed the pat mm. which would have blown, taken it out to a four point lead
1: yeah
0: Kansas um, get the field goal to level it up goes into overtime. So there's one thing where you go look we could have won it yeah you know they would have had to go for the touchdown yeah. So there were winnable moments in there. however, you know like I said on the podcast last week you just had that feeling that with that wave of momentum yeah. Patty Mahomes. It was Patty Mahomes in his that overtime. It, it was, wasn't it, it? That that final drive in overtime was Patty Mahomes. Yeah. You know, fourth down. You know, makes the makes the run,
1: refusing to be beaten. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, does he rank right up there now? Oh, I think he does. He ranks right up there. But, you know, longevity is going to be the difference yeah. between him being in that discussion with, you know, let's dare I say it, the Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, or even Brett Favre.
1: But the, the Chiefs, they've sort of got to be up there as well, like this particular team over the last um, five mm. five years. Is, like They've got to be considered like, oh, like absolutely. one of the greats. And
0: the only reason I mention Brett Favre, so if we go back to that, is because Brett Favre took a dick picking Crocs, yeah. and that is a no-no. <laughs> you can't do that. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, look, I'll be interested to see where the organisation goes. The The big money's already been laid out on players. So, you know, Mahomes is on his massive contract. So yeah. it'll be interesting where that sort of pans out over the next couple of seasons Yeah. for Kansas. Can they continue to provide what is needed for Paddy Mahomes to do what well, he does?
1: We will see because he's 26, 27 or something. Mm. Like he's not even... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, He's got years left he's in him up. If, if he wants. But um, it'll be that drive, whether he's got that drive, whether he's got that desire. People always talk about that Patriots team and Tom Brady winning six Super Bowls there, seven overall, but six of the Patriots. Uh, they actually went through a 10-year window where they didn't win one. Yeah. So there could be a, a fairly significant down period coming for them yeah. at one stage. And so by down period, I mean they didn't win one, but they were thereabouts. Oh, yeah,
0: they were yeah. always competing. But, I mean, that's, that's the question, isn't it? It is sort of... You know, where that's where you're going to define greatness mm. with a player is... Is he going to be able to carry a team that everyone's going, Ah, oh, I just don't think so. Yeah, yeah. You know, because this Chiefs team that he's winning with at the moment, people aren't going, I don't think so. They're going, oh, well, it's the Chiefs. Yeah. They should be there, yeah. you know. Yeah, so um, that's that's probably... Yeah, probably the, the take-homes from that one. I thought... Um, the
1: 49ers were good. Yeah, they, they were. were. Good. They didn't they, they didn't crack good. under the pressure. Yeah. Like it was just it you talked about those winnable moments and they any game you lose, I think you can go back and go, well there were some winnable moments if you weren't flogged, if you weren't flogged. Ooh. But it's not one of those games I think where you can oh, I didn't turn up or what what not, so. Yeah. What? Here we are, mate. Oh.
0: Little John. Was Little John there? No, it was ludicrous. It was ludicrous. Yeah, sorry. Ludicrous. I thought Little John might get the start.
1: So, mate, we had uh, the Super Bowl, as we said today, and, um, you know, almost as big as the game is the halftime show. What did you think of Usher? Yeah, oh, you know, um, I I, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't see heaps of it, to be honest, (laughs) but,
0: yeah. Usher's outfit, mate.
1: Oh, I did see the outfit. Zone. Now the yeah.
0: outfit. So he was wearing oh. some sort of like white suit. Wasn't it a pillowcase? Yeah, it looked like it. Yeah. It Had the um, the sleeves cut off it. Yeah. like it was um, With a feather boa or something. Yeah, it mm. was. Uh, but it reminded me straight away of the Spice Boys.
1: Oh yeah, well you, um, you know. You, you can't.
0: So have you heard of the Spice Boys I have. before? I have. So Liverpool Football Club, and I believe it was in. Oh, I don't. The 1990s, it was like in the mid-90s, they turned up for an FA Cup final wearing white tuxedos. Oh,
1: dear, oh, dear.
0: So the, they were nicknamed the Spice Boys during it. And, look, have a check it out, ladies and gentlemen, mm. uh, the Spice Boys. Go yeah. and just, just have a, have a squiz at these suits because they got all sorts of grief and they lost the FA Cup final, so yep. it didn't
1: get better from there. So Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, but, mate, my question... For You um, is can you give me your top five Super Bowl halftime show performances of, of all time? Your top five,
0: so there's no ranking, there's of no who's ranking been here. Mate. This is you, top five. Okay, all right. Well, let me have a look here. I may have done some research for this one. Fair, cool, fair,
1: cool. It's a hard one, so let's be clear. What so, what are we looking for? Top five, mm. top five Super Bowl halftime show performances of all time
0: okay my opinion
1: your opinion okay
0: so the first one i'm going to go for and you know i like things that are a bit outside of the box of course christina aguilera ruining the lyrics in 2011 to the national anthem Mm, that's got to that's got to be up there with number that's number five for me yeah performance so christina aguilera michael jackson you can't go past Mm. the king yeah so 1993 Feed the World yeah black or white mm. like it was really it was probably that time where we last saw the best of Michael Jackson Yep. Um next time, LA. LA The Super Bowl, Bowl returns to LA so, so what the do they do like Two years ago Yeah what yeah. do they do 2022 they roll out Snoop Dogg Dr. Dre, Eminem, 50 Cent. How good was it? Look, I mean, taking us back to our teenage years and just the notoriety of Los Angeles, that was it.
1: Anyone in their mid to late 30s was just frothing. Yeah.
0: Um, Number two, I had to toss up with this one. I could have gone, an honorable mention to Coldplay and Bruno Mars Mm. when they performed at the 50th. With Beyonce, yep. But I had to go back and go Beyonce just on her own, yeah. 2013, mm. that was something else, yep. So Beyonce gets number two, yep. And then the final one, mate. Of course, JT and Janet yeah. Jackson. Oh mate. yes. How can you go past that? How can you Look. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't even insulted yeah. that they still to this day tell us it was a wardrobe malfunction.
1: Was that where the term wardrobe malfunction was coined?
0: It possibly could oh, be. I think it was. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know anybody in this world, let alone Janet Jackson, who walks around with a star on their nipple. Yeah. Like, um, you just don't do it. No. Nah. So it was not a wardrobe malfunction. We're not idiots. It was great entertainment. Stand up for it and just go, yep. You enjoyed it. Yep. Absolutely. It. You're look, still
1: talking about it all these years later. Honourable mention too. I've got a couple of them.
0: First one would be to Christina Aguilera. Now, people would think, oh, you look, you've tried to have a dig at her here. She's all good now because Fergie said, hold my beer yeah. at the NBA. Yeah. If you've seen Fergie's national anthem at the NBA, Christina Aguilera looks like Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was... Another honourable mention. Yeah. Chris Stapleton's national anthem last year. Woo-hoo! Mm. Um, but the finest, final one, mate, this has got nothing to do with the Super Bowl. The greatest performance of all time was the weekend. Mm. The weekend at the Victoria's Secret runway when he does, I Can't Feel My Face. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mm. Get it on YouTube, have a look at it. It is so good. So they're just walking the runway and they've got the weekend just doing a live show. Follow closely
1: by Kanye West and, and Jay-Z. Mm.
0: They, they do one as well.
1: Greg, I'd find it hard to disagree with the, the, that list uh, mm. and uh, your order is pretty spot on as well. We all know they're playing second fiddle to meatloaf at um, oh. the, the AFL Grand Final. Or, or,
0: or Billy Idol at the oh. NRL. Oh, we got no power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's yep.
1: fantastic. Yeah, they, they try their best the NRL and AFL, but no. Mm. Not, not the same level.
0: Well, yes, it just didn't didn't cut the mustard. No. Potty the missile is about to be unleashed. Yep. James Magnuson accepts a challenge to compete in the enhanced games. Yeah, I've what do you, seen you know, this one. So this one apparently was an exclusive from Hello Sport. Uh the boys down there uh, Yeah, they had the uh the interview with James and the, the gauntlet was thrown down. Yep. And he was quite happy to take it and run with it.
1: So the Enhanced Games. I love it. Yeah. So it's just everyone getting juiced up?
0: So, yeah, the you can go to the website mm. they've got for the Enhanced Games and there's a there's a fair few scientists that are sort of lob, lobbed into the... Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I know. You roll your eyes and I agree. Like, we're, we're all, you know, we're You're all still much. a bit... Our, our tail is still between our legs since COVID. You yeah. know, we're, we're a bit sceptical. However... I like the idea of it, of basically it being that, look, people use performance-enhancing drugs in sport. They do. There's, We can't deny that. You know, um, you know organisations go to the nth degree to try and eliminate it. They will never eliminate it, mm-hmm. unfortunately. However, this is an opportunity for people to openly go and utilise performance-enhancing drugs in their own events, which have a monetary prize at the end of it.
1: Yeah, is Lance Armstrong making a comeback?
0: Oh no, because there would be no athletes because they all still get away with it in the Tour de France, <laughs>
1: <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly.
0: <laughs> Look, um, I like the idea. I like the concept. Um, will people die? Possibly. Yeah, yes. that's my big <laughs>
1: question. Will is this going to lead to like? I'm imagining the disclaimer, like <laughs> that you'd have to, that you'd have to like so. 10 years ago, I did tough mutter. Have you ever done tough mutter? No, nah, I haven't done tough mutter. So Mudder. I did tough mutter. And the disclaimer you had to write, like you read the fine print and, mm. you know, pretty much says, you know, if you die doing one of these things, tough tea, Hard luck, yeah. you know. Um, I'd imagine that you would have to have a disclaimer that's ironclad. Um, oh, yeah. I, I suppose it's
0: to compete at your own risk. There's no. Difference from it's there would be difference if they were encouraging and providing the supplements as opposed to providing the platform
1: to compete. What do you mean like the uh, World Wrestling Federation back in the eighties? Allegedly, no, mate.
0: How dare you? How dare you <laughs> even assume something like that could have gone on? <laughs> um. Well, that's, that's the thing. Mm. That's where the issue is. I think if it's athletes, this is your day. We are not going to drug test. There's no drug testing associated with this competition. Turn up and compete. Mm. I think you're, all, you're pretty good. Yep. You're in the clear. However, they're saying, look, can you please make sure you are on seven cycles of DECA and, you know, maybe even a, have a couple of nose beers before you come and compete, yeah. then we might have a problem.
1: And see our um, special consultant Ben Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. So I, I mean, I like the idea. I think it's it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. But um, I think sometimes it gets lost in the in the whole issue with performance enhancing. It is not a. It's not necessarily the whole clamp down on performance enhancing drugs. It's not necessarily about evening a playing foil. They always go for that. Mm. Performance enhancing drugs and, you know, rules around that were always bought in because if you look back in history, people were dropping dead on on bicycles mm. back in the forties and fifties because they were taking all sorts of shit. Mm. That's why it was bought in. It wasn't bought into, oh, let's make it even so everybody can compete. No, it was people were dying. Yeah. So that would probably be the one where you go, I'm all for it, but yeah, <laughs> I mean I'm gonna be a bit Upset if I see some people drop dead on my TV screen.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it was hard enough watching, you know, Christian Eriksen. Oh, you know, at the Euros. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I like it though. I think I think the pros outweigh the
1: cons. Yeah. We're going to give it a go.
0: All right, mates. Um, another one here, mate. Um, don't ever underestimate your fantasy coaching credentials, mate. Have you seen this one? So um, I'll have to drag this one up on. Uh, on the socials. Yeah, it's going to be boring, uh, boring podcast for a second. Um, so what we've got here is there's a fella. So obviously the we, we were talking about the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, clubs have gone about their business of hiring a new coach. And um, this fella has applied for the, um, the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator job. And he's actually put together a cover letter. Yeah. Um, and everything, like a a full package of, you know, CV. So my cousin Bill applied for the Green Bay Packers uh, defensive coordinator opening. He received a handwritten letter back from the president. (laughs) So have a look at this. He goes, Bill, thanks so much for your cover letter and resume regarding our defensive coordinator position. While your fantasy football experience is impressive, (laughs) I regret to inform you that we have decided to go in a different direction. I hear the Bears have an opening. You (laughs) look to be a perfect fit for them. Thanks again. Sincerely, Mark. And that is brilliant. Oh, that is a riffer. Full response from Mark Murphy, the CEO of the Green Bay Packers. That is great.
1: Handball over to the, the Bears. Surely,
0: ladies and gentlemen, surely. Next NRL coach opening... Get them out there. Get your resumes in. Get your super coach stats. Compile them.
1: Roll them in. Let's do it, mate. Let's put in an application for the next job that comes up. Happy days. Happy Let's days. Let's
0: do it. Oh, very good. That was a ripper.
1: Mm. Like for, but for obviously for
0: the the club to have a bit of fun with it, that's great.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, like I'm that. going all right in um FPL at the moment, mate. Maybe I could um. Step up for the um, Newcastle job when Andy Howe finally gets oh, the boost. Oh mate,
0: <laughs> sorry, yeah. we're,
1: we're bagging him out enough on one show. We yeah. won't get him. We won't get him. Look, you. mate,
0: I'm, um, yeah, I'm waiting for the cups, mate. The <laughs> cups. That's where I'm going to shine. Um, Rightio, mate. Uh, we better keep going.
1: We better go. Eh?
0: Rightio, mate, the internet is undefeated. Now, the internet did not cease to disappoint this week, mate. So um the first headline that I came across, mate, um as I just log it in here. Uh, man falls in love with granddad's 103-year-old widow.
1: So his grandfather's <laughs> 103-year-old widow.
0: Yes. Um, so man it is um Man who is in love with his granddad's 103-year-old widow shares how their relationship turns serious. And you can see the image there, mate. She looks every moment
1: of 103. She does. Just to clarify, his granddad's widow, it's not his nan, is it?
0: No. No, no I'm assuming there's po- possibly, yeah. Yeah. I, I would just assume that. Yes. Yeah. However... Um, He's gone public in the ro- romance, and th- this is related to Australia. Yeah. So let's let's not uh, not dodge it here. So basically, he has had to come out and defend his relationship with his grandfather's one hundred and three year old widow because um, he needs to justify it because they're applying for a visa.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: Since going public with their romance, some people have accused them of only being together to secure a visa to stay in Australia. Yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, would I be
1: are you unfair
0: you- in suggesting that there are some certain ways that you could um, possibly guarantee that they are a couple, but they may be unethical?
1: Look, <laughs> uh, I, are you suggesting that romance is just gone from this world? I'm not at all. No, no. Come no. On. I come was on. going down a dark
0: path of <laughs> suggesting that they may have to play the beast with two backs for the, <laughs> for the,
1: <laughs> for for the Border Patrol. <laughs> are you suggesting that they're going to say, well, look, we're going to need some hard proof? <laughs> 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 oh,
0: I just got shivers down my spine. Oh. <laughs> oh all right anyway <laughs> does she have teeth Oh, maybe uh, now we spoke about this it's one the not other going day further there, mate. <laughs> let's move on I don't think it's getting better though we're uh, a shout out to Haley Davidson so Haley Davidson's the uh, the golfer trying to get on. There was a shout-out uh, trying to get on the LPGA, oh, yeah. uh, the trans golfer. So there was a shout-out to Haley Davidson, and there was a congratulations and an acknowledgement of how she had to work her dick off. <laughs> 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 to get to this point in her career. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, oh, the internet, I love it. Um, and finally, mate, I've got a couple here for you. Um, some absolute real crackers. The animals have been on the attack. Um, just a bit going on um, on the socials was have a look at this bloke. This He's an absolute palooka. Um, where'd go? Here it is here. So he's in a croc farm. I just never understand this. I'm so never- he's in a croc farm and he's just demonstrating, he's sitting on the back of what can only be described as a monstrous croc. Yeah. So sitting back, giving a bit of an education lesson to those sitting outside the pen. And then another croc sort of makes its way to the back of his leg. So yeah. he jumps, has a snap, and oh! then this
1: other one gets him. Gets him with a – and where he's got him as well is a bit of a um,
0: – So guess. sort of on the hand and the leg as he defended it. Oh, I mean,
1: yeah, well, I think he might have grabbed something else as well. There, oh. right? hey. But that's that's –
0: Got a hold of the snorkel, you yeah, reckon?
1: You might have got a hold of... Oh, well, yeah. he, he might have had a bit of extra snorkel. Obviously,
0: I would place, hate so. to know how old this croc is, because it is a monster. It is. But it just... It didn't really want a bar of him. It was obviously nah, full. It,
1: it was It was a piss-off. It was yeah. a piss-off sort of a bite. Get off
0: it? me, mate. Yeah. However, something that wasn't a bit of a piss-off, this was a... Uh, look, you toast, is this one. This bloke, um, jumping over a ball. Oh! <laughs> So this fella runs toward, and there's a lot of this that goes on, especially around. Try to
1: jump over cars and things around the
0: Basque area. I believe there's a lot of sort of bullfighting where it turns into a choreography.
1: Yeah, that that's gored him right in the cranium.
0: Yeah, so this guy's gone head to head with the ball because he's tried to do a front flip over the top of it, and he's just been absolutely cooked.
1: Yeah, and he's fallen down on a red. Um, sheet as well by the look of it. So yeah. that's not going to end well
0: for him. But. Final one is this girl with two thumbs, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so this won't come out. And now it's just an extra thumb. So And look, she does a little video here where she does a thumbprint and stuff, which is a bit of, you yeah, know, it's a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a pig's hoof. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, the, the comments are where it gets good here. So the... This come from the Lad Bible. So when your thumb has the thumb. Um, what is it? Tell me your mum and dad are cousins without telling me your mum and dad are cousins <laughs> is another one. This is so wholesome, I give it three thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> she never had to wear gloves. Um, do they charge more when you get your nails done? <laughs> <laughs> and then the final one is the best, Thumb War Boss. <laughs> <laughs> A bit of two-on-one. Oh. Oh, very good. So the internet is undefeated. Some great stuff going around there. Um, I absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah beautiful, mate. Oh, beautiful. Very good, mate. Hey, anything to add? Any punts? No,
1: nah, mate. I, I, I didn't get much on the punt on the weekend. No, you did. I did on the you punters did. club, You mate. Did. I did. You had a couple of wins on the punners club. A couple of wins on the punners club. A couple of close races as well. But, yeah. Uh, yeah first close one shapes. Went, first one went down by a bee's dick, and then um, yep. the next two got up by the same. So take well, take go. the pay.
0: you got to take it. Um, nothing for me, mate. I'm going to get really excited when the footy season comes around. I'm going to be dropping multis galore. Yeah. But um, – so I'm saving me pocket money till then. Yeah. Um, Penis of the week, mate. What do you got?
1: Mate, I couldn't go past the airport security at Heathrow. Oh, yeah? yeah. Well, i
0: for letting the fella through. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come
1: on. Like, Fair play. You know, that was, um, yeah. Come on, boys.
0: Look, I'm going to have to go. Penis of the week. I know I, I it sounds hypocritical. I called for it. Mm. I called for it. Boys, I called for the years to play up. Years have answered the call. I get it. But it's got to be Renault and and Paddy Carrigan. Yeah, come on, boys. Look, have us have a stink. Yeah. that's fine. But do it at
1: home. Do it at home. You like do it at training. Yeah,
0: do it at training. Do it at home. Don't do it at the on pub the when, back you're a end. Of, yeah. when you're belly
1: full of belly full of beers. Come on, boys. Yeah. After a fan day, I mean, yeah, you know, nothing will probably come of it. And really, should it have. doesn't look like there's much in it. Nothing no. should come of it. But yeah, playing with fire. Yeah.
0: Righty-o, mate. That's us done. Mm. We've nailed it again. Um, apologies this week for the uh, the lack of YouTube content. Um, unfortunately, we had some technical issues. Uh, however, the podcast for our, our listeners is up and, and going. Uh, just a few things to touch on before we... Um, before we finish up, the tipping comp is open. So um, for those who haven't got access to our Instagram feed um, or our Twitter account who wish to get in the tipping comp, please send us an email at uh, podcast at gmail.com. We'll send you through the link and you can join in. It's free of charge to join. There'll be weekly giveaways for tipsters of the week and there'll be some final prizes as well. So join in. Um, if you've joined in, Send the link to your friends. Get them in. The more the merrier we'll go from there. So the uh, Sports Attention Footing Tipping Comp as we head into the NRL season. Uh, Anything else to add before we finish up, mate?
1: Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Thanks for listening.
0: Share us around. Send your links to your friends. Get them on board. If you're running, hashtag Uncle Chen's Run Club. You know the drill. We love
1: the Uncle Chen.
0: Absolutely, and of course, for all of our listeners down in Tumut, home of the blues, we say good night
1: and farewell.